thick of it now for, for yeah. a while with these sports and stuff. And it's good. I like it. I'm glad I can do it. I don't know. I'm kind of, I'm a little bit opinionated on these sports deals. My kids play sports. Don't get me wrong, but I just don't think that I'm a, I'm not a, I'm not a firm believer anymore in them. Yeah. Anyway, that's a whole other topic. Andre Park, I just don't believe in sports anymore. Well, I, no, I don't believe they do what they're intended to be done. I don't think. I, I think for some people they do, but but it's out of hand, man. Let me just state that right now. It's out of hand. All you people that, that have your kids in these sports, I'm going to get a lot of slack for this. I know. Yeah, I'm going to stare right through and, your soul. <laughs> I'm one of them. Okay, I got my. my I'm. I'm. I'm, I'm, in, I'm talking about myself here but you get your kids in these sports from the time they're five six years old and they have to do these competitive leagues you know and go all year long or most of the year a good portion of the year yeah and if they don't you know get involved at that age at that level you know they have no chance of making a high school team you know and so all this pressure i feel like it's on these little kids to to play these sports to the, you know, a competitive level to go travel around. And, and I just think it's, I mean, you can look at it like it's what, that's what a childhood is supposed to be for a kid, but I just think they're missing out, man. On Yeah. There's a lot of things they are missing out on. And and if I was to play devil's advocate for, for yours to, to, to twist it, because I've had the exact same opinion as you a lot of the time, but on the other hand, like, they're not on their phone, and right. they're not playing video games. Well, I, and I'm I'm not saying, but sports isn't the only thing that. No, I I that, I, that I never said do. that there wasn't just sports. I, what I feel like in my family is it takes away. You know, we end up having to go to Briggs' soccer game up yeah. north, and so that eats away into what we could have been do, doing as a family. Yeah, we could have went up the mountain fishing as a family. We could have went to Palisade as a family. We could have went, you know, you know what I'm saying. Instead, yeah. instead we're all focused on chasing these sports around. Yeah. And I just it just drives me nuts. Yeah, but I think too uh, there's some there's some families that wouldn't be doing anything anyways, so you might as well be doing sports. Eh, maybe, maybe so. like it's their thing, you know. It's like yeah. oh, this is like uh, you know you you like to go riding horses. Your family likes to ride horses. You like to do that kind of stuff. And uh, some people just like they go home and they watch sports. You know, they watch right. football or they watch basketball, and so like. Playing basketball is what they do, you know, or playing football is what they do. But it is, uh, there's a lot of truth to like, it's a massive, there's a massive amount of commitment involved in getting your kids to play anymore. When we were younger, it was like, how old are you? Oh, and you want to play? Yeah, no, we'll take you, you know. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Oh, you want, you want to be on the team? Yeah, no, we don't have tryouts. Come on, let's go. We need uh, another player, you know. Now yep. it's like, now it's like if you're, if you haven't been working on your trade or your skill for a long time, like, and you don't have that dedication, it's hard to make. Well, and I don't, I, I think some of these kids and some of them are really good and I think they really love it. But a lot of it, I think these kids just, I just think they get the pressure of just having to fit in yeah. with, with the group of, of kids, you know, their buddies. And if they don't, you know, compete in these sports, then, I mean, that's what's talked about at school. That's what, you yeah. know, their little clans become as these little buddies yeah. that are formed during these 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 teams. But, I mean, that's how it was when we were younger. Like, you played baseball. A rec league. 
But still, like the with, talk with, was like with the nerds of the. I mean, I had all the nerds of the of the gray. We all, whatever, dude. You were on uh, Seth Olson's team and uh, the All Star team. Like, oh, well, they had like, an All Star. He's team. like a cool team, like the All Star team. Remember? Yeah, but I'm. That was but, a talk but still, about. But it still was like a two month period. You know, it's not like oh, I know. Yeah, it's out of hand. But like, it's still the same. It, but it still was there. It was still there. Like, oh, you were you wrestled. No, I'm not saying their sports are bad. I'm not saying you can't do sports. But I tell you, like, Mike, like, wrestling. Yeah. I started wrestling when I was in seventh grade. Yeah. Really kind of started going to practices. Yeah. And I felt like by the time I was a junior or senior, I was, I mean, I was a state qualifier. I went to state. And and I, I, I was pretty good by the time I was a junior or senior. Yeah. If I would have started now, if you if you take a kid that starts in seventh grade now, take him to wrestling, he will never... I mean, unless he's some kind of, you know, he, you got to catch up. Yeah, he he does not stand a chance because these there's kids right now that are Hayes and Reg's age, three four years old, working on their moves. That, that are, I mean, they're that that that's who takes state yeah. in wrestling. Yeah, that, that's the kind of kid they are. They, they've been growing up doing it from that young age. Yep. Whereas when we were kids, if you didn't play baseball till you were, if you played rec baseball. You know, yeah. your whole life. That's all you ever played. You go to the travel for the high school team oh, yeah. and likely make, oh, like you say. We never had a traveling team. No. Like, that, that was that's all, that, never, that's all. That's my beef is this whole. Yeah. We never had a traveling team. We never had any of that. That's for sure. We never had. A, and it was like, uh, I think I was a pitcher for the Angels. <laughs> 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 and I, we got spanked every time. I think. Everybody hit off of me, like. But how much fun? What What was the? I mean, it oh was so much fun. Oh yeah, they, it was good. It was a good time, and it was like, like you say, it was rec league. Played baseball for a month, and that was it. You know, like you had your yeah. four or five games. Then you went to basketball, junior then you, jazz. Yeah, then you went to junior jazz, and you chased each other up and down the court. You know, yeah. And then you did church ball because that was a cool thing to do. I not I guess I hope people don't get me wrong. I. I'm not, no, they, I'm, not, I'm not saying sports are bad. I'm no, just we saying get it. I, you don't like fun. That's fun. Uh, no, no. I'm just saying. All I'm saying is that it's. Uh, it's. I think it's too much. There's definitely, uh, and I think every. I think every parent has to make that judgment call, but, like, some kids can't handle it. Some kids love it. Some families, it's perfect. Some, it's not. Well, if you if you're banking on your kid like, going to the major leagues or going to the NFL. Yeah, like good you, luck. You 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 better well starting with three years old. Yeah, about the time that he can really walk and communicate. But even at that, you, if you want to start, you you start a kid at three years old. He still has to have freak genetics to make it to the NFL. And then and then make that his life yeah. as a kid. Yeah, and that's what a lot of a lot of people do that. Yeah, that's their lives. Yeah, and but, I I just don't know if that's in my that that ain't right for me in my opinion. Yeah, just my opinion. Well, it's it's definitely something that probably shouldn't be like pressured on you know like if a kid wants to do it good you know i support it you know and i'll do anything i can to coach or to be there or just depending on my time what can i do for you it's like i told my kids like whatever you want to do i'm i'm there like and i'll do my best to coach participate and that's help whatever i can do it should be their choice like you say yeah and but it's not like i'm i'm telling them they have to do it you know, but but you think there's very many parents that are out there that that are that way, that kind of live vicariously through their kids and kind of, you know, put it on them to the point where, 
Oh, I would say yes. What percentage? In these, in these, rec, in the, and not in the rec leagues, but in like the competitive sports. Like, what percentage of the kids on a team would at you at least say? half? You think so? Yeah, I would say. And 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 I don't is that even, not messed up? And I don't. Even, I know that's a that's a, that's a, just an opinionated percentage. But well, and I don't even think that it's um. And, and I and I say I say half, and that's just a guess, right? But like, and I don't even know. You know, I don't even think the parents know they're doing it, and I don't even think the kid knows that the parents are doing it. But I would say there's like fifty percent, like when the parents are like more into the game than the kids <laughs> are into the game, you know, like. And that's the other aspect to it all too. That and and I, I'm guilty of it too. I mean, I when my kids playing, like sometimes I get a little bit emotionally charged and. Oh, I get heated. You know, I, but, I have to. I, but I think I, I can always myself. I can always kind of wrangle myself in, but. But I think there's I think there's a lot of that. I think that's a big aspect of it all is these parents kind of, you know, forcing their will on their kids. Like you say, maybe not even the kids don't even re- really recognize it, but just that little bit of pressure. Yeah. And then and they get you know going. Especially down that when road. you can see like the whole the whole like uh, you used to play the game, and like uh, now your kids playing the game, but you were never quite re- very good. <laughs> so like. <laughs> You push your kid to be better than you were at it, kind of a little bit, and like secretly, you wish you were there. I'll be honest, like that's how I am with football. Like I watch these kids play. I'm like, man, I would that would be so much fun to throw the pads on again. And then I remember how bad I got beat up sometimes. I'm like, (laughs) but you know what I mean? Like it's almost like you're right there. Like, oh man, come on, hit him! You know, like hit him! Like you just want to be a part of it. Yeah, I don't know. One of the harder things for me was Briggs when he was younger. I took him to wrestling because that was my thing. I loved to wrestle. That's what I did in high school. And Briggs, we took him to wrestling practice a time or two, and and Briggs is strong. He's like his body is just like he's like a perfect build for what a wrestler is. I mean, he's just a little stacked little guy. I mean, he'll probably be small his whole life, you know, through high school, and he just he's just ripped, yeah. ripped. I mean, naturally ripped. Yeah. And we took him to wrestling practice, and he didn't like it. He didn't yeah. like it. And, you know, I just basically said, okay. Yeah. Like, if you don't want to do it, I'm not going to make you do it. But I, inside of him, I'm like, son of a gun, like, you're going to do this, man. This is just what I wanted you to do, like, reverse psychology. Well, you don't have to if you don't want to. And he's like, okay, sweet. And you're like, no. Like, yeah. But, but I just don't think he had that in him that, that like, uh, just, like, being mean, like, because when you wrestle, I mean, you, you have to be. I mean, that that that's the opponent, right? And that's yeah. You go out there, kind of, with the intention to make that kid lose. Yeah. And Briggs is not that way. Like he likes, he's friendly. Yeah. He's fun. He likes to get wild and rambunctious and and play fight and stuff. But like when it comes down to like competing, like he doesn't want to make, you know, kids feel bad. I don't think. And so, it just wasn't any. And I tried for a couple of years, you know, afterwards. Hey, Briggs, you know. Wrestling, wrestling's come back around. You want to give another shot? You want to try it again? No. No, I'm out. All right. Yeah. No, I agree. That, I, that there, there's some parts of it that are just a lot. I mean, traveling teams are just getting crazy. There's a lot of them. But at the same time, it builds a group of friends that, like, if, they, if they're good kids, like, that's who you want your kids to be around anyways, you know? You want your kids to be around good kids. And if they've yeah. got a good group of friends that are making good decisions, that 
pretty big in the long run. I find that it's kind of like Cody, my oldest daughter. She uh, she doesn't play sports. Well, we got her. So she decided to play softball this year for the first time. And I don't know how that's going to go. She's not played softball, but but she had a, an issue with. This like, is her second year. She played. She two did. Years she did ago. a couple years ago, and then yeah. gave it up. And now she can try it again. Yeah. And I think it's because that's her what friends. her friends are doing. Yeah. Like she's felt left out the last year because her friends go play softball and yeah. and she's kind of like this standalone girl anymore that, you know, she doesn't play sports. And so she's had a hard time. So she's, I, I feel like almost honestly, I feel like she's going to play softball just to make the friends. Like it's not that she wants to really play yeah. softball. She doesn't want to be left out yeah. from this group of friends. Yeah. Well, and it's true because even, uh, you know, if if you've got practice, like football, for example, you know, you got practice every single night, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then game on Saturday. So, like, where are all your friends? They're out playing football, you know? And so if you want to hang out with your friends after school and he's got football every single night, like, that friendship just doesn't last if you don't ever see each other other right. than school or whatever, you know? And even more in the summer when the summer sports are going on and it's like that's when everybody's playing, Like, but you still got practices with all these different teams. Like those people you hang out with all the time are your friends, you know. So right. for us what's been nice is like the group of friends that Hudson has are all involved in sports, but they're all good kids, you know. And so it's a, it's a draw to want to – you know, when he wants to play those sports, like we want, we we just love who he's around. That's good. You know, so as long as he can continue to be around good kids and and those good kids are making good decisions, like that's all positive oh, that's things. You know what I mean? Like that's that, good. That's positive. And as long as, and I think too, like having good coaches, like having coaches that care about the kid, not necessarily about the winning, like teach those lessons in life that actually matter, you know. Yeah, because like you say, you know, probably our kids aren't going to the NFL or the NBA or the playing baseball in the whatever league that is, right? But like sports can teach you things, sure. and, and and I think I think some people have got sour to it because people are so focused on only winning that they don't get any more of the lessons of hey, it's a team, like you need to help your teammate. You know, uh, that's your brother. You need to help him out. Uh, you don't win unless that person's doing what they do, and you you got to rely on somebody else. you got to work as a team to s- accomplish something. Right. You know, just all the all the life lessons <clears throat> that you get doing something that's tough. Right, and I think, I think you know? that, 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 that's what the intention yeah. is or should be. Yeah. I think that's been lost. But in, that, a, in a lot of these competitive teams anyways – I think that gets lost. Well, and that all comes down, and I this is hard to say, really, but, I mean, that all comes down to the coach. Yep. You know? Yep. And we've had four – we've been super fortunate to have awesome coaches. Sure. Like, man, uh, we've just been lucky to have Hudson with some amazing coaches. You Dane know? Pollock, I mean, he's he's brings his soccer coach. Yeah. Phenomenal coach, man. He gets it. Yeah. Like, I, I sit on the sidelines watching him, you know, just how he interacts with those kids. Yeah, and and I I mean watching that I mean there are coaches like that. Yeah, McKay. Yeah, you know, he's one of those McKay. Is but like, I've been I've been to these other these other I mean other places baseball and, and stuff around where 
I don't. I mean, it gets lost. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Those yeah. coaches. Those and you co- don't. And 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 I don't want my I don't want my kid to be on that team. And I, I think I think it gets lost more in this. Goes, this is why I'm saying this. It goes back to the competitive teams, like the the traveling yeah. teams. Sure. It becomes it becomes all about winning, yeah. and oftentimes that coach, like you were saying, he's living. You know, maybe he wasn't that good of a player, but now he can take this team and make them some, yeah. some, something special. And so, I I think that's where it's more prevalent is in those teams, the rec leagues and stuff like that. It's not as not as serious. Yeah. It's more about those lessons. But that that that's just my take on it. I don't. And the, and the hard part is, is if you if you want your kid to play like some high school ball, uh, even just high school ball, man, he. He's got to have put in the time. He's got. To, he ha- would have had. He in today's world, he has, he has to, to be on one of those competitive, in that competitive team. team to get there. Unless like you got some freak skill, you know. Right. But like honestly, it's like you have had you. Everybody else is doing it, so and you got to. That's your what I'm saying. Like I just feel like those competitive teams like eat into a young child's, you know. Yeah. Growth. Like, just, just, just all. I mean. It becomes their life. They, there's so much more these kids can be doing at those young age, I, I feel like. Well, that's true for you and for your family. But I think there's a lot of families that, like, if they weren't doing sports. That's all they have? They'd probably be home playing Nintendo. That might be. You know what I mean? Because we, t- we, we talk about it all the time. Like, kids don't stop watching screens. But if they don't have time to watch the screen because they're busy doing sports and all the different things and the activities, I think that's, you know... Uh, so growing up in Fayette, it was like you were working or playing or like riding your bike. You know, you really didn't and have that, you're the probably, devices. You're probably right. Like in today's world where technology and these phones and iPads are so prevalent. And we're living in more of a city. I mean, it's not a city, but you know what I mean? Yeah. It's more of a densely populated. It's not like we're out in the country, deep you know, Fayette, where you got people yeah. saying, come drive my tractor and come work at my farm and yada, yada, yada. Nowadays, it's like these young kids, like, See, and I remember when I was a kid playing on some of these teams. I remember, like, Vegas. We went to we went to a tournament on the All-Star team to Mesquite, and we played against a team from Vegas that, like, in the second inning, it was, like, 40 to nothing. They were, <laughs> yeah. And they, they were one of the – I mean, back then, it was unheard of, except in these bigger cities, I think. Yeah. They would have these teams that would play all year long yep. in these leagues. Yep, and like you're saying, maybe that's what it was. It was more of a city thing that these kids had nothing better to do to keep them out of trouble than all year long than to play sports. And so yep. it's just becoming, I guess, maybe with just the so what society we're living in, yeah, the thing that's common to do in these because it's not like it's not like I guess like when we grew up, like I had a lot more to fill my time than sports yeah. in the summertime, and yep. I had a lot to do, a lot, yeah, a lot of options. Exactly, but like you really think about it, what are, what are your kids gonna do, like? And the draw to especially like especially if you're devices. like living up in West Jordan or American yeah. Fork up there, like yeah. Well, even what, down what? here, like the draw to their devices is so strong from like just the the world itself that even here in like Ephraim, if they're idle, there's That's a draw. There's yeah. a draw to the video game. There's a draw to the phone. There's a draw to those things that just kind of suck them in. You know. Yeah, and I think you're right. I think you got a good point there. And if that's the case, I, I mean, I then the, then the sports is, is a healthy out, you know, yeah. healthy conduit for them, if the coaches keep the yeah. right mentality there. Yeah, and, and the and, parents for that matter. Yeah, oh, dude, amen. Like the parents have to be there too. Like I wish parents could see themselves sometimes. But that doesn't change the fact. My kids, you've got options. Yeah, 
we got other things. We, this guy, this is all, this is probably all selfish because you know, what it comes out is me wanting to just go do other stuff than go, <laughs> you to, got stuff to, do go to a soccer weekend. game on a Saturday. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I want to go up the mountain. Oh, <laughs> uh, and it and it becomes real tough about this time of year because oh. now we got the now we we're rolling oh, into the, the weather, rut. The weather just changed this week, and it's you feel the cold in the air tonight. Like I think the elk oh. are starting to rut. That just it has that same effect on me. Man. I know. I'm a, I'm a. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I'm, I'm ready to go, and uh, now we got a game this weekend. You know? <laughs> and the elk hunt starts this weekend. The practice, rifle big bull hunt yep, starts. Practice Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Game on Saturday. Calling on Sunday. You know, uh, and it's just like, ah, just no time. It's no time. But I mean, it's welcome to the podcast, Miss oh, Brady. Miss Brady just just joined wearing? the party here. Kitty cat, she's in a kitty cat outfit there. So she's like. got these pajamas she's wearing that her and Casey Casey has similar pair. I think they found them on Amazon. They're like a buck a pair, right? Oh, one of their college girls. Oh, they girls, but they're they're literally. I thought that's what she said. They're like a dollar. So so one of their college girls bought them like a dozen pairs. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like something you'd get at the di. <laughs> <laughs> Which is where I like well, to Well, she left. You yeah, got her right. Gone. She gone. Defended her. Yeah, that's sometimes when the rut's happening, you got to poke at them a few times before, <laughs> before you get an opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. No, it's, it's, I hope people don't get me wrong on that whole thing. And if you do. Well, I think anybody that's done it has thought it. Yeah, I'm not. And so and so there, there, has, there has to be the thought there. But like I say, there's pros and cons. There's pros and cons. Cons are is time, you know, time and depending on your situation, there's, there could be a lot of cons. There could be a lot of pros. Yeah. And I think the team, the team itself and, and what you have going on drives all of that. So everybody's different. You know, those that are from the city and don't maybe have horses and don't have a place to ride and don't have really things to do on the weekend. Like a, could you imagine? It gives them something to do. Like I, I might get beat up for this, but could you imagine if you was like a school teacher, work from like eight to f- what, two or something? <laughs> <laughs> Not really, right? But I mean, you basically you're at school when your kids are at school, and when they're off, you're off, right? Yeah. And uh, like you don't like have anything on the weekends, like I yeah no I, I nothing I, to do in the summer yeah. You're right. It's just not my cup of tea. No. Well, and, and you know, we grew up, you grew up at least, like your dad worked all the time. Like he was always busy working night shifts, graveyards, whatever, doing whatever he could. He didn't have time to really go to every event, go to every event and like push that either. Right. You know, so. And that's I mean, kind of the, that, that's. So it rolls down to, you know, to you yeah. a little bit, you know, the way you were raised is the way you want to raise your kids and. And you're kind of getting thrown into a mix of where, like, this wasn't what, how it worked for you. <laughs> and so it just it's feels true. different, you know? It does, yeah. And you're like, no, this isn't how it works. Yeah. And other people are like, it no, this funny. is how it works. Like, like even when I, like, why, I played baseball all as a little kid. Yeah. Well, on the all-star team even. I, I mean, I, I was little, but I loved it. And I, was, I felt like I was, it was decent. good. I could never play that because I couldn't bend over to get the balls. You never <laughs> even had to bend over. Yeah. But 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 I, I quit when I was a freshman. I didn't even try out for the baseball team. 
all my buddies did. But the reason I quit is because that summer before my freshman year, I got a job at a dairy. And all of a sudden, like, and I think it's the way I was raised, like that job took precedence over over everything. Yeah. Like if you had a job, that, that meant more than a sport. Yeah. And that's just what I was taught. I, and, and so I, I, I quit, you know, trying out for baseball, didn't even try out for football or, or basketball or anything. Wrestling I could do because wrestling just so happened that practices were like at 4.35 in the morning. Yeah. And so you'd practice in the mornings. I could go to work after school. And then, you know, you might have a tournament on the weekend kind of a deal. But I could still work. I yeah. still keep a job. And so that's why wrestling worked worked out for me. But I think it's like you say, it's just kind of the way. Like how were you, you raised? raised? Yeah, exactly. And I think more and more, like in the city, it just, you know, these kids, that that's all they have. Like that's how they kept, you know, parents kept their kids out of trouble by keeping them busy. They didn't have farms or jobs to do. So, like, let's get them into a sport where you have to be clean and you have to be you know, respectable and teach. And, and anyways, it just, and then it, yeah. sometimes that gets lost. You know, the whole thing gets lost because you got one person or coach that wants to be the most competitive person in the world, you yeah. know. And that's easy to do, honestly. That's, e- like, I could see how easy that is. Like, if you get a super competitive team and, like, like you have an opportunity to, like, really push and be number one, like, I get how you could lose a little focus. On what's important. Oftentimes, you know? I think the teams that that are the best, that is their focus, yeah. is to be the best. And they, I mean, that's, yeah. and that's what I guess those competitive leagues are for. Those, those, yeah. What do, we keep calling competitive leagues. What are they called? I don't know. I always call them traveling teams because they basically travel, travel around and accelerated. Accelerated. They call, some people call them accelerated. Some people just call them traveling because, like, and maybe that is a good thing to have those accelerated teams because it kind of gets those people that need that and want that drive, and yeah, it kind of weeds them out. But it just sucks leading into high school sports. All I'm saying, because yeah, at well, pretty much that point, like you, you, you would have had to have been on one of those teams in order to even yeah be yeah. on a high you got to you got to be some sort of an athlete to really just step in your freshman year and start a sport. Yep. Anymore, yep. like you better have played it for a while. Right. But sorry, sorry to burn so much time on that topic. Yeah, re- you really hurt my feelings there for a minute. Uh, I'm sure I did a lot of people. Heck, and I don't care. No, you don't. I'm a little. I don't care. You don't. That, that's that's what we like about you. That I don't care. That you just don't care. That's not what my wife likes about me. <laughs> there ain't a whole lot she likes about you. I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> You must have some very special <laughs> qualities that we just don't know about. <laughs> yeah. uh, Dirty dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, what else has been going on? What like what else have we? I don't know. We, we, we said we had a whole lot to talk about. We've talked about it quite a bit, but we did. We really did, and and I know I got more to talk about. What the heck else happened? Just trying. Uh, just a little update for me on. Uh, Post fire stuff. I don't know if anybody, oh, yeah. anybody cares. We're we're still working through, through. Uh, we're we're trying to get a building permit to build now on a couple acres that you know we have outside of town. You actually have a couple acres right next door to us, so it's gonna be fun. The future's yeah. gonna be fun, man. Yeah, we're gonna be neighbors. We've got some good stuff coming ahead of us. Neighbors someday down there, but working through that whole permit process. The county is where we're at, so we were hoping to break ground on the new house. You know, this fall, but I don't know. 
it's going to be pushing it. There's a lot of hoops to jump through. Man, is there a lot of hoops to jump through? Water. I mean, and then what's funny is some of them hoops people are willing to work with you on, and some of them hoops people are stuck. Yeah, yeah, you know. Golly, man. And I don't even know. Yeah, I don't even know if I should just get stuff. Into it. We'll just say just some things are just like there's no give. And see, we're out in the buffer zone there. We're technically in the county. Yeah. But we, uh, I'm working on an issue right now with the city to try to get into a sewer line that's running through my property. It's running through my property, their sewer line. I, I initially had plans to do a septic system. Um, the soil sucks, however. I had a perk test on soil. I mean, it came back that, you know, the cost to do the septic system is out, outrageous. And so now we're trying to explore the option of tying into the city sewer line that's on the property. That runs on your property. Runs on my property. And uh, they won't allow it because the ordinance says that if you're not in the city, you can't tap into city utilities. Right. Water is the ordinance. Mainly water. Right. That's what it is. Nothing else. It doesn't say anything about sewer. And so currently I'm... I'm in discussions with the city right now to try to get allowed to, you know, tap into the sewer line. If they won't let me, I'll, 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 I'll have to do my septic system. But the moment I'm annexed into the city, which is going to be soon, I would say within five years, probably they'll annex. I'm not, I'm not close to city limits. And so when that point in time comes, then they'll require me to abandon my septic system and then tie into the line. The same line that's there. The line that's there. Yeah. So it's just kind of like, those are the kind of hoops, things that you have to deal with. It's just sometimes. Well, look, uh, I'm, we've all heard my spill. We've all heard all this garbage that's going on around me with these new developers and all this stuff that's going on. It just gets me that a, a, a guy or a kid that's contributed to the community Lives here, works here, pays his taxes. Been here for how long? Like, he can't get a break. But you're going to let in some dirty company from Vegas or California that hasn't completed one of their projects that they've ever started. You're going to let them come in, and you're going to go ahead and let them run all over you, do whatever they want, and you're just going to approve it and nod your head Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. And I don't, I don't but, understand it because, but they don't, but they I, don't just lean a little for you. I don't understand it because it's not like these people that are in the positions to decide these things are making any more money personally. Yeah. Right. These guys aren't making like the city planner isn't going to get paid more if he lets a development come through from a big developer in Vegas. Not that we know of. <laughs> <laughs> But I, but but I'm you wouldn't think about to call out and a so, state audit on this place. So I don't get it. Like, why not help your fellow citizens out a little bit? You know, you. I mean, because it is, and at least in Ephraim, it seems like they're a lot more willing and apt to work with these out-of-staters that have big pockets and that are yeah. doing these big developments than they are the normal Joe Blow. Yep. And I I don't get it. I don't understand. I don't know if it's a power thing. I don't yeah. know if it's. Well, we we tried to get what we tried to get them. You know, hey, if we annex in, can we try to annex in, get water? Pretty much told us, well, we had to run our own loop. Yeah, they just uh, they just approved the annexing in of the city property that's pretty much as far down west as we are. Yeah. That's 
pretty much an island, which they said they can't do, but they went ahead and did it. And they got and a dead, I, end, dead end water line there. They have dead end water line to that. Out. There's no I, loop that, that's, there. That's what I don't get. I, and later on, I guarantee they'll make the loop and they'll pay for it. Yep. Yeah, it's not just, not they. When I say they, it's me and you. It's the citizens, right? Right. Yeah, we're gonna pay for it in our taxes. Yeah, I I don't understand some of these some of these things. And and I went to a utility board meeting. That to get to my discussion with the sewer line, I have to, I have to kind of go through the utility board, and they vote on it. And if they vote, then it goes to the city council. And the city council typically will vote however the utility board voted. But yeah, they'll take their recommendation. To, right. Yeah. And so last week I went to that meeting and it got the table got or the motion got tabled and just because I brought up some issues that there was and but yeah. but the attitude I would say of, of most of the people there was it's black and white, you know. The ordinance says no outside connections, so so no. Yeah. And I'm like, why in the H are we even having these meetings and yeah. What's the purpose of this board? What's the purpose of all this if you can't look at things at a case by case basis? And, and, and work with people. I mean, variances are a thing. Yeah. Variances happen. You can't just say it's black and white and write people off. You've got to look at them and, and, and think about it logically. And, and in my opinion, if I sat on that board, I mean, I'm, I'm out to help my fellow citizens. Maybe it's because now that I'd be in the county, they just say, okay, now you're not going to be a citizen when you move out there. So, yeah. so screw you, you know. Yeah. Which I don't, I don't understand that. But then when they want to when they want to extend it and they come to get your signature to sign off to annex into the city because they can't technically go around you because then they'll leave an island. They can't You're do in that. the future when they do yeah, when in they the future do when they try to do that. Well, and, guess what? And you say, well, you know what? I guess I like being in the county because I paid for my septic. I'm keeping my septic, and uh, you know we had to drill a well. You know, and so we're off of the city altogether. Like now, we're why, just going to say no. It, why wouldn't? Yeah, I mean, it, no, thank you. And then they can't, they can't island us. They, they can't island us as county. So what are they going to do? How are they going to get around us? I don't get it. Like I, why? Why would you not want somebody that you're going to deal with in the future be cordial? And that's what it comes down to. Like, why, why can't you just look at win it? win? Instead of it's it's like they win and nobody else does. You know, it's like, hey, we, we can make this a win-win. Like, I, like I'm sure you're willing to pay the hookup fees. I think, that, I think they're, they're so fearful, though, if they if they if they allowed a variance. You know, if they did, if, they're worried about setting a precedent. Yeah, that yeah. they're gonna have to do it for everybody. You know, that's not the case. You have a rule, you have an ordinance, and this is how it is. However, here's a variance, and you gave a variance, and here's the reason and, why, and here's the reason why. And then on this one, if you can't give a variance, here's the reason why you weren't able to give the variance on this one. Sure, that's it. It's not black and white. Nice yep. and gray. Yep. <laughs> I don't know. No. I, and I, and I, I know a lot of these people that are on these boards and stuff are all volunteers and, and um, you know, they're doing their best, I guess, yeah. on what they think is, is their best. And so. Oh, man. Yeah. I guess, I, just, I guess the way to. I just really wish that the, on this on the city council, like I, I wish, I, I feel like. The, the many times that I've been there, I hear this all the time. Well, you need to get involved. You need to get involved in it. Like, if you got a problem with it, you need to get involved with it. So I got involved with it, and I went to the city council meetings. I watch them online. Like, I, I read the minutes. Like, I'm, I'm all over it. And it has just become more frustrating the more I watch it. And the questions I ask never get answered. How much water do we have? 
you know, how many people can we, how many people can it, the water that we have, how many can it support? Can't give me a number. Well, we're about to go into where you're going to limit our water. So let's say if we have 10,000 people and we're about to start limiting water, we're probably right at 10,000 people. And if you tell me that the new well that we have is supposed to give us 50% more, that means we can handle 15,000 people. Best case scenario. However, you're projecting growth out to 19, 20,000 people within a couple years. How? Yeah. How are you gonna? How are you gonna <clears throat> do that? But I, I don't get. I, I can't even. I can't get an answer. But you'll ask that question, and then it's just, it just like, oh, falls on deaf ears. Or oh, it, they just look at me like, oh no, we have plenty of water. Oh really? Because you're charging me an arm and a leg for it. Like, if you got plenty of water, why, why are we having this discussion? Why can't we dead leg? You know, or like. Like, why are we all of a sudden going into limits? Like, we're pumping, tw- like, 24-7, you know? Our spring, we're using all sp- our spring water plus all the pumping we can possibly do. We added another well. Like, what happens when we just don't have no more water? Then what? Then they're going to go, oh, well, stop watering your lawns, and then we're going to turn into a St. George. Well, people don't move here because they want to live in St. George. You know, right. people move here because they want to have a nice lawn, a decent sized house and yard, not uh, less than a quarter acre um, subdivision nonsense garbage. You know, they, they want to live in the country. That's, right. not, that's not country right. living. Right. I think, it, yeah, I, like I say, I don't understand. I don't know. I don't know what the motivation is for some of these people. Well, that are that are there, yeah. And I think there's some people that uh, understand the water and they understand the infrastructure problems. One of the funny things, and uh, there's a, it's a, dang it, I wish I could remember it straight off the top of my head, but it's, I'll, I'll give you the summary of it, but it's like a fallacy basically about uh, big, basically little city to big city growth. And the idea is that in these little towns, a big developer comes in, and this big developer promises big growth. They come in and they say, "I'm gonna take. I'm gonna put all these houses in. I'm gonna pay for the road. I'm gonna pay for the subdivision, and then I'm gonna give it to you." Right. So basically, like we're gonna subdivide subdivide this and this and this and this, and I'm gonna add. Say a hundred homes. That's a hundred more people paying taxes, right? So the city immediately immediately sees a spike in tax money coming in, and it looks great because they just gave you a bunch of infrastructure, you know, sewer, road, curb and gutter, drainage, water. They just put on all that because that that's required. They had to do that. In order to put their homes in, they had to develop it, right? And then they gave it to the city and said, here you go, city, you know, because we love you. Here's your roads and everything that we did. And, and they're, taking that, money, they're taking that money from all the homes they oh, built sure. and pocket it, and then they, then they bounce. Then they're gone. And then what happens in 10 to 15 years? The road starts to crack. Or there's a break in the sewer line. 
or the curb and gutter sinks a little? Who maintains it? The city. At this point, your growth has flattened out. However, now your maintenance is still climbing. And in fact, it's climbing even more than it's ever climbed because you added infrastructure. And your maintenance over age increases based off of your infrastructure size. So now your infrastructure maintenance is more than what your taxes are. So you jack the taxes or you end up in bankruptcy as a city. Yeah. Long term, fast growth like that is not a good thing because fast growth will die. Eventually it will tabletop. You can only handle so much so fast. Right. Slow, easy growth is always better. Which is what we've done for years and years, I think, in the Ephraim, and it's been great. Exactly. But now, just in the last five years here, they've been pushing a lot of these awesome. subdivisions. Like Blowing up subdivisions and apartment complexes and, like, all these things, right? Like, and it's, we're about to see. And I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see what happens because this whole COVID era, I mean, it was, it, it, it was, it, it worked well with the development that was going on here because a lot of these people, you Could know, that worked remotely, you know, can move down here and stuff. Well, now, you know what's happening? They're being called back to the offices. Yeah. Because the people are finding, these businesses are finding that they don't get the productivity out of them yeah. like they did when they were back in the office. So they're getting their half, a lot of these people are having to move back. Move back. Or drive now. Now yeah. you got to commute to your you office. Go to the office every day of the week because it's not like, I mean, it's it's ending. Yeah. I think they thought it was going to be that way forever. This yeah. is going to be the new norm. But I think companies have found that, you know what, I don't get the same production out of Crane when he's sitting home, you know, no. doing, doing work. With but when he's in this cubicle and I can watch him and I can right. monitor him better here, I think well, there's, I, there's I, want a, you, I want you here. And there, even productivity or not, there's a control factor that I think companies and businesses and owners like to have, you know. And, and I get it. And part of that's productivity, you know. Like, how much is he really working? Right. You know? At least if he's here, he's not playing, you know. <laughs> Whether he's working or not, he's here, you know, and he's not playing. So, I mean, it, it's it's uh, it's going to be interesting to see how it all plays out. And I, I don't know. And, I, I, and no. I get needing housing. I get that. But, like, that's what – if if you're coming down to Snow College or you're coming down to Ephraim, and you want to, and you like the idea of this place because you drove through, and you're like, man, this place just speaks to me. It's you know small. how many times you that? This place just speaks to me. It's so beautiful. It's so small, and people and are friendly. People and are so friendly, and this and that. Well, if that's why you're moving down here, but you're gonna move into one of these subdivisions with like eighth acre, uh, and you don't know your neighbor, and there's five thousand units behind you going up, like. It's not going to be that way for you're long. You're going to lose it. You're going to lose the reason why. You're going to lose that feel. Pretty it's soon. We're creating the reason why people won't want to move here, you know? Yeah. We, we, and, and our taxes will skyrocket. We have to keep up with the infrastructure. You know, yeah. pretty soon you just can't even afford to be here. And I just want to say that I don't, uh, going back to the, the board members, councilmen, utility board, everybody that, that, that volunteers and spend their time, there's a lot of good people. Oh, sure. And a lot of people with, with good heads on their shoulders I feel like sure and I guess that's what it comes down to as citizens like us being involved and making sure we get the right people in there that have yeah the interest of the city in mind you know and and yeah and and I agree 
I agree. Look, I just want to make, make I don't a know statement that, that I don't want people to think that I, I don't know that I have the answers to, to, to our problems, right? Like, I just know there's a serious problem, right? There's a serious problem, and, and we're just letting it happen. However, what I guess what I was getting to is I get involved, and I ask these questions, and I bring these things up, but what? No, nothing happens. Yeah. Nothing it kinda happens. kind of goes nowhere. Because the minute I ask about water, somebody feels like I'm attacking them about not being prepared for water. That's not why I'm saying it. Why I'm saying it is because we're about to add 50 homes down here. Yeah, we don't have we don't have the infrastructure inf- infrastructure to add it. So maybe we should just slow down and think about it. It's it's the rapid pace of the growth yeah. that got, that's got you all it's, concerned. It's, it's not I'm put. It's not like I'm I'm over here saying, "Hey, you're not doing your job, or you're doing a bad job." All I'm saying is, "Hey, maybe you haven't thought about this." So I'm just mentioning that. But the minute you mention it and it goes to like, oh, well, he probably doesn't know what he's talking about. And they just move past you. That, at that you, moment, you want to be like, nah, I want to slap you. Yeah. You know, that's what that's what happens to me. And it's just my nature. I need to be better. Like when I have something that's like concerning to me, especially on a personal level, like I get kind of like I think it, it gets in my voice and my demeanor. I kind of get, I don't know, like a defensive kind of. Yeah, sure. Casey, she calls it. She says I get mean. I get mean. Yeah. And that's bad. I should be better composed, more composed, but yeah. But well, he's passionate. That's, he's that's the word passionate. That's the thing. Like I'm not mean. I just I'm passionate and I Well, and you get bugged. You just kind of get bugged. Hey, you get bugged when you don't feel like you're being heard. Heard. Yeah. Yeah, but all the while everybody's saying you should be more involved. Well, what does that mean? You just want me to be the mayor? Like I think I do. I'd, I'd vote for it. Cause uh, no, hey, no. I'm just saying, like, because I I was I'm trying to be involved, and and being involved means I I assume going to the meetings, watching the meetings, being a part of what's happening. So that's what I'm doing, but it's not changing anything at all, and it doesn't feel like there's even like an opportunity to like be heard or understood, or and that's kind of frustrating. Yeah, it is. And, and so, and so you ask, you know, you ask the question: Why aren't more people involved? Why aren't more people involved? Well, they're not involved because they don't feel like they're being heard when they come. So after a while, you sort well, of that's, give that's, up. That's the sentiment that I had, like with when I was looking to get annexed into the city initially. When I started this whole building process, I wanted to be part of the city. Yeah. And I went to the city and discussed annexation and what it would take, and and. Um, Boy, I just felt like every, at everything that I, you know, yeah. had questions about, you know, it was just, it was just a pessimistic, you know, yeah. negative attitude from the get go. Like it was. And just, the bad part is, is there were certain, there's certain people that were so positive and like trying to help. And then you just run into a wall. And it's just disheartening. With and the, it's just done. That's it. And then, and then, so you, you do, you get this attitude, you get a sour attitude and. Yeah. And get the run. And so them. guess what? I, you know, ultimately I said, I said, stick it to you. I'm not. I don't care. I'll go county then. I'll go, I'll go in the county. And then I get in the county and then I have to deal with this issue. But it's just. Yeah. Oh, I was frustrated. But I I think we'll work through it. We'll get through it now. Well, either way, you'll get a, something. The house, right. the it's house just, will go up. It just may up. cost me. It'll just be, does it cost you more or not? You know, yeah. honestly. And then, and most people, and I'm sure people, you know, in the city that they don't care what it costs me. You yeah. Know, but what they don't realize is what it's costing them. 
well, and we have a problem with the sewer anyways, right? Like we don't have enough people on the sewer. We're drying up our own sewer line. We don't have enough people flushing the toilet yeah. essentially for the lines that we have. Yet we're denying somebody that wants to to pay to, to pay to put their septic into the system to keep it wet. That's a strange thing. <laughs> <laughs> but but they don't think about it. It's so fuck. So I to, odd. I went to that utility meeting and there's a couple of a couple of guys there. They got it. Yeah. And and I appreciate them for understanding that. And then a couple other guys were there that were just like I swear they were in another meeting, man. Like <laughs> I, what we were talking about, these people yeah. like were not Yeah. They were not picking up what I was putting down. Yeah. At all. And that's maybe it's my fault. Maybe I did a bad that bad fault or bad job explaining. explaining but I was like when with their comments, what they're saying, I was like, well, what, well, what, are we what? are we in the same meeting? Like, what's, what are we even talking about? But it sucks because those people have an equal vote. You know, does they have a guy. vote. Yep, they're 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 just as important. And I'm just like pull my hair, like no. <laughs> like, anyways, anyways, it got mo- it got it got tabled, and we're going back yeah. at it Thursday. I'll give you an update, maybe. Yeah, I'm telling you, those guys. I don't get me wrong, like just like you say. They got a tough job and they run into a lot of, I'm sure they run into a lot of things. Um, But sometimes, man, I just, it is frustrating to not be heard sometimes. Or like to feel like when you were heard, it really didn't matter. Sometimes you have these people in those positions that are kind of condescending. Like they, they've been on city council or they, you know, they've been in these positions for so long. Like they've seen stuff that we haven't seen. And so they have that attitude. Like, look. Like, where's, the thing is, like, you don't know. where's the old boy that understands water? Where's the old boy? I want to know, like, there we have a couple of them on there that know water. But there are only two, one or two, three, right, that are, like, they're, they're, they have a concern about water. Dude, we live in a desert. We live in a desert. Like, look around you. Look at California. Look at Nevada. Look at Arizona right now. Look at the Colorado River. Look at what they're... California has done to their underground water supply. They've just destroyed it. Why is that not our first concern? Like, yeah. why is that? That, my goodness. <laughs> like, <I'm, laughs> anyway, I got I to gotta get away from it because I, 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 I've dug into it and I've, and I've learned so much about it that it makes me concerned, you know? Well, Everybody you, else, look, there's just a lot of people I, I that can, are, like, living on cloud nine. Like, but the minute they turn on their tap and it doesn't turn on, they will be involved. Well, I think I think you need to just try to not get disheartened to the point where you you feel like giving up with stuff. And I'm not saying go, go to every meeting and be ignorant with people. Yeah. You're not that way anyways, but. I try not. I get to be that way. I got to tell myself this, but I think we do moving forward, you know. We need to be involved and, and yeah, and do our best. And yeah, I don't know. It's 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 tough. Yeah, I just wish, like like I say, I wish there was a a little more feeling of like wanting to hear the pub from the public. Yeah, that'd be good. And, th- and then and then taking that into consideration. Yeah, like saying like in your closed door meetings, I don't know if they have those. Be like, hey, look, so and so mentioned this. Like, I think we should, you know. Yeah, and maybe they did, and I just never saw it. Maybe. Maybe it was like, you know, hey, like, we all had to act kind of tough there for a minute. But, like, <laughs> we all had to kind of act, like, belligerent about this. But, 
Man, he, maybe he said he <laughs> he said something made a lot of sense, and he and nobody could give an answer to it. Not even the guy that's supposed to be in charge of knowing what the answer is. You know? <laughs> oh, it's it's all it's all. Yeah, I don't know, Crane. It's all good. It is what it is. Everybody's got their things. If I guess if that's most, if the only thing we really have to worry about is a life, I think life demanding the, water. You know, yeah. then that's not a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's only okay. pretty much the okay. one thing you need to survive, we, we, so it probably we, doesn't matter. Okay, Craig, well, it probably doesn't matter. Tell us how you really feel there, buddy. <laughs> probably I'm sorry, people, if you get if you get tired of us talking about all of our Yeah our our problems and whining, but But listen, the big bull hunt's about to start. We're gonna have some good juice there. Yeah. Gonna see some big bulls, gonna go up there, get some runting done. I hope I hope I can find time to Go up there and enjoy the mountain. I gotta go help help Kelly Larson move cows on opening day. So you I kinda, get to go help. I do, I'm actually excited. I like yeah. I like moving cows. Yeah. So I'm gonna help take his cows off the mountain and then, you know, where's I, his cows at? Over on the west side over here. Oh, okay. West side. So um, I've never been up there. So that's yeah. Be, never, I mean, I've been up there certain places, but there's not like on your horse, probably, huh? Yeah. Seems well, like at a time. Uh, um. We we, me and Carl and Lane went and helped Nate for a little for maybe a year or two. He might have had cows all over. Probably the same permit that that Kelly. I don't know. Maybe not. I don't think he had them anymore because I think he decided he liked it better on the mountain over on the east side. I think that Kelly actually go up Wells Canyon. I'm not mistaken. Yeah, and it's kind of a a road. I guess kind of a nasty road to get up there, but we'll go try it out. Hopefully, we we have good tales to tell. Yeah. About that, but no accidents, hopefully, and hopefully just a good time. Yep. Yep. That'll be fun. Yeah, well I'm But yeah, get these hunts going. We'll have we'll have a lot to talk about. Cameron, our good buddy Cameron, who's been on the podcast a couple yeah. times. He's got a good deer tag. Was a loader deer tag. Gonna go out there to the, the Vernon. Hudson's got out. a deer tag. Hudson's got a deer tag. And a spike elk tag. And I got a spike. Got a spike and and Casey has a spike. spike. I think we're gonna let Cody shoot her. She's got a mentor. I got a couple depredation tags. I'm gonna let the kids have fun with. We're going to fill some freezers. We're going to have a lot of fun. It's just, this is the best time of the year, folks. Like, yeah, fall. For me, I, this is my, this is the best time of the year. We were out doing, well, your your brother came up. He's been helping me with his fence, and, and he came up work on it. And uh, afterwards, I went to, went back to work, and I had to work a little bit longer today. And I came back over to football practice, and I got out of my car, and I was like, it is fall isn't that crazy like it, it went from 100 degrees to like i need a sweatshirt overnight yeah if overnight the, sw- the switch had been flipped yeah and luckily old bill hooked us up with some sweatshirts just in time it's just in time I literally he delivered the sweater to me the sweatshirt to me today what does he call it? what the, what's that the, shout out to bill bill yeah. if you're listening to this we're giving you a shout out yeah dang right it's the bill. bs cattle company bs cattle Co- if you know you know he started this this little brand Oh, a year or so ago, and I'm here to tell you, folks, this is going to be the next, yeah, next big thing. The BS Cattle Company. It really is. It really is. It's I really think. not a cattle company at all. At all. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bunch. It's, it's a bunch of us guys that basically feed a beef. All you know, like I fed like bubbles. You know. <laughs> so so I'm part of the I'm now. I'm part of the cattle company. Yeah, and I have I have a beef. I know. That's so awesome. He's got he's got everybody's brands put on these sweaters. And so I got to go get me a little mini, get miniature you, cow get so I cow, can afford man. it. Get your cow because we can get your brand on the get, get my brand on, on the there. sweater here. 
Got to register, get my brand registered, and get on. Shout out to Bill Branham. Bill's yeah, the one who put that together, that. old wild Bill. Bill, he's a Him good and guy. Scott Seeley. Yeah. Yeah, him and Scott Seeley. Scott's minus one tailgate because of BS Cattlemen Association. What <laughs> yeah. Minus a tail light. <laughs> oh, gosh, that was a good time. All right, well, we're getting a little long here. Right. So, I mean, maybe we'll cut this one out and we'll. Maybe, maybe we'll make it two episodes. Brady, that might be a good idea. Get, wife a, little, get a little mileage out of this thing. Yeah, well, the wife, up. wife recommended we cut it up a little bit, maybe do a couple episodes. So you better, maybe we'll you do better that. get to work and get this thing uploaded. We got people waiting, man. I, I get messages nearly every day. Believe it or not, people, you know. We do read your messages. <laughs> we keep, well, I, we I get thousands like, of messages. I find it David. fascinating that people actually like, are like, Waiting, dude. I with bated breath for for the next episode. I've I've got a few messages myself. It's like, hey, uh, can't wait to hear the next one. Like, it's all the same people every time message. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, my dad's like, I get people asking me all the time, like when, when, like they didn't quit, right? They didn't quit doing it. And it's like, no, we just after the fire, it we took a it took a little bit to make it work again. Well, and these summer months are hard. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, people know what we've got going on. People, people have their own lives. With if you have kids, I mean, you're you're just busy this time of year. Yeah, and uh, it's, just been, it's just been coming running. into fall. Like we get something going. Well, we just need to get in the habit of doing what we just did tonight. You know, yeah. make it make a night. You know, once one night a week, and just come in and do it. But and we're, I still want to get some of these guests we talked about coming in. I was going to say we're pretty portable. I was just going to say we're, we've kind of I think got it figured out where we can be portable. And uh, if we could be portable, we could, like, go to some of these people's houses instead of making them come to us. Right. Which I think is more convenient for them, which will give us better opportunity. Right. Plus, right. Well, I just want to hear I just want to hear from other people. Yeah, people sometimes, want, and people want to hear from Sometimes people listeners. get tired of hearing my voice, and I don't blame uh, them. I'm sure. So it would be nice to hear somebody else's. Well, that sounds good, man. We'll make it happen. All right. Okay, everybody. We'll... Uh, You stay classy out there, San Diego. Until next time, folks. Peace out.